This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Welcome to BPN Radio this morning. So happy to be with you. I've got my sister on with me. We're going to be talking about uh, the 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 Jewish feast and the holidays, the new year that we're getting ready to enter in and, and what this season looks like for Christians and how we should approach this season. So we're excited about that. I'm going to have her talk about that today. We're also going to uh, do a, a lot of prophecy at the end of the broadcast. So if you will just stay tuned with us and pray with us, uh, join us. Um, we are going to, um, um, just uh, encourage you and uh, prophesy to you and and be a blessing to you. Um, Pastor Cindy, let's talk a little bit about where we are uh, with the Jewish holidays and, and the feast. And really, it's not just for the Jewish people. It's for all Christians. We're grafted in. We're God's people, too. Right, right. So those same blessings and benefits that God had for his people now that we are uh, saved and uh, we've been grafted in, we right. have an opportunity to partake of that as well. So can you talk a little bit about that today? Well, um, first of all, I'm going to be referencing some things from a couple of books that I want to share with you. There's one by Chuck Pierce called A Time to Advance. And uh, it basically talks about all the different Jewish months on, on the Jewish calendar, what they mean and how they coincide with the uh, 12 tribes of Israel. And, um, you know, before I ever learned a lot about uh, the Jewish feast and the calendar, I realized by the Holy Spirit that I was wooed by God during these seasons that I, that I had no understanding of. Wow. We always celebrated the... Uh, the season of Pentecost because sure. we're Pentecostal. Right. And I understood the, the, the Jewish feast of Pentecost or Shavuot, but I didn't understand all the other ones. And so in my learning, I've understood now that these seasons have special anointing on them. Yes. And it's, it's called a, a Moedim or it's a divine appointment with, the, with God. It's a season on his calendar that he ministers and talks to his people in a certain way. Wow. And, um, I've learned something about alignment. I believe that this season is a season of alignment. Yes. We must align with what God is doing. Yes. Okay. The word alignment means it's an adjustment to align. Wow. A state of agreement or cooperation among persons, groups, or nations. We all have a common cause or a common viewpoint. Okay. We were at uh, Michael W's. I want to give a little analogy before I talk about this. We were at Michael W's farm. This was a, a, a year ago. And um, he said, at a certain time, we're going to go outside and we're going to look up in the sky and we're going to see the space station fly across this farm. And so he told us that early in the night. And so we just visited, played games, did whatever. And then all of a sudden we hear him say, okay, guys, it's time. Wow. 
And we went outside and we looked up in the sky and we saw the space station flying across the farm. Wow. Now, if Michael had not been in alignment with the timing of that space station, we would have been inside the farm house and would have completely missed it. Yes, yes. But we had to move from where we were and get in alignment with what was about to happen to so see you, it happen. So you could be a part of okay? it. Okay. Right. So that's what's happening in the spirit right now. We must be in alignment with what God is doing. So August the 12th on our calendar starts the month of Elul on God's calendar. Let's talk about what Elul means. The word Elul for God's people means that the king is in the field. Wow. Now, through most of the year, a king lived in the palace, protected by armed guards and iron gates. To have an audience with the king, you had to make an appointment, learn palace protocol, and dress correctly. You were then ushered through layers of security into to the magnificent palace. Entering into the throne room was quite intimidating. You had to be very careful what you said and did because the king was on his throne. But one month a year, the king left his palace. Out, you would, we have to get this, okay? This the great. king left his palace, went out among the people. He set up his royal tent in a field near a town, and all who wanted to see him were welcomed. The announcement was made, the king is in the field. Yes. God is especially accessible to you and I during the month of Elul. Wow. You don't need to climb up to the heavens to get his attention or follow some religious protocol. This is a time when God comes into your field. Say my field. My field. <laughs> where you live to make himself accessible and surprise you with his presence. He may manifest himself in your workplace, your classroom, your office, your job, your shop. Clearly, he wants to meet with you in the everyday affairs of your life. Yes, yes. So starting August the 12th starts the month of Elul. For 29 days, it leads us up to the month of Tishri on God's calendar. And that's where we experience Rosh Hashanah, right. the new year on right. God's calendar. And also Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, which is the most holy day on God's calendar. So during the month of Elul, all the way up to Tishri, they call it the month of blowing because they, they, the priest would shout, uh, sorry, would sound the shofar. And that was the sound of blowing to awaken the people to the most holy days and a time of repentance and seeking the Lord and wow. making sure that their hearts were aligned with what God was doing in them and through them. So during this season, God is calling us to a time of repentance, a time of heart reflection, a time of aligning with what he has for us for this new year. Yes. So we're preparing for the new year and for what all God has for us. So there is a special anointing on this season and you will feel Holy Spirit drawing you and calling you to a new place of intimacy and a place to be alone with him so that he can show you his heart for you for this new year on his calendar. So I encourage you to set time aside and seek the Lord. Ask Holy Spirit to show you your heart. If there's anything there that you need to repent of, you need to lay down at the foot of the cross and align your heart with his heart and his promises. It's very important during this season, the things that even come out of our mouth, the declarations we make, the things that we say, because we want to be in alignment with what God is saying and doing. That's so awesome. You know, I think it's really important to make it clear that, that Jesus 
hears us and blesses us all year all long. the time. Yes, absolutely. But uh, the men of Issachar, he, what made them so special in the Bible was they had the ability to understand times and, and seasons. seasons of the Lord. Yes. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. Yes. There's a time to plant. There's a time to sow. There's a time to reap. There's a time to wait. There's a time to go. Right. And these are God's appointed seasons. And it has, and it has nothing to do with, um, reverting back to uh judaism no. or necessarily not being a christian and and the jesus paid the price for us to to be redeemed and everything but these times and seasons were set by the lord and it has nothing to do with what what denomination you no. are no. uh whether you're baptist or methodist or you're uh charismatic uh these times and seasons are from the lord they were they were established at the very beginning and after the jewish people uh became christians in the new testament they still celebrated the feast yes they did because they understood that those were appointed seasons of god to move in a powerful way and um i can tell you i don't understand everything about it but right. i do know that when we started honoring these seasons and we started sowing seed into israel as a church and even personally right we begin to see miraculous things happen in our families right. um it, they are God's chosen people. Yes. And now that we are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, we've been grafted in. So we have the same benefits. We are God's chosen right, people. Right. And so it is very important that I think we be uh, acutely aware of when God's seasons are in progress and how to approach them. I always, like you said, Pastor Cindy, I always knew that in the fall time of the year, I felt a closeness Me with too. the Lord. I Me didn't too. understand why, right, right. because I didn't have this revelation early on in my Christian walk, but I would feel that drawing from the Lord because right. he's our father and he's going to tell us innately what right. to do. But I want to encourage you. Uh, this is a word from the Lord. And this is the time we, we bring offerings as a church. Right. Uh, during these seasons to Israel, we literally sow seeds. We sow a seed into Israel every week, but we bring what we call uh, a heave offerings, large offerings right. that we sow into Israel during these times. And it's during these times that we see the miraculous right. and the open heaven. And I was praying yesterday and I heard the voice of the Lord say, we are in a season of open heaven. Yes, we are. And uh, we must be uh, uh, wise and we must be in tune with the spirit. Uh, I want to take just a break, Pastor Sidney. We're going to talk more about what God is doing in this season, but let's talk about, and because I really believe that this worship conference that we have planned in October is a God appointed conference. We've got two conferences a worship conference in October and a ladies conference in November. Right. And we really felt the leading of the Holy spirit for these conferences. But let's talk in particularly about the worship conference and what we believe God has called us to do during that. Well, our last worship conference was a couple of years ago and we had some profound in, uh, encounters with God during yes. that, during that meeting. And, and we believe that this, particular worship conference is going to be even more so this time. Yes. I, we believe it's a divine appointment. It's a divine appointment with God's people. And it's not just your 
you know, we're not just gathering just to gather and have a conference, uh, but we're gathering to lift up the name of Jesus. And we believe that there's going to be divine revelation given to God's people during this conference. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a, um, a season changer for you. You're going to be able to know, okay, this is what I'm about to do. This is where God is leading me. And I believe you're going to get clear vision and there's going to be a release of the anointing. There's going to be the prophetic uh, flow in that conference as well. And uh, we're just going to release the glory of God. And I, I believe that the people that come, it's not just for worship leaders, it's for leaders. Right. We had leaders from churches and pastors from churches at our last one that were just profoundly touched and their, their uh, staff were blessed. And so I believe that if this is a, a season that God's going to do something really special. So I encourage you to make a date, set a date with God. And if you can be here October the 11th through the 13th, you need to set that date on your calendar and say, God, I'm going to set this time aside for you and come and get alone with the Lord. If we're going to create time where you have time just to soak in the presence of God, spend time with him, hear his voice. There's going to be anointed speakers and uh, different ones speaking and sharing and it's going to be amazing. Yes, Alley. Yes. So I encourage you, if you can be here, you need to be here. It's October the 11th. The 11th or the 13th. Through the, through the 13th. You can stay over the 14th with us on a Sunday if you feel right. led to, but it's the 11th or the 13th. There'll be food provided. Um, some of the practical things that are going to be, uh, in, there's going to be songwriting sessions. So you'll actually see how to construct a song right. and how to take your idea and take it to the next level. Uh, there's going to be a lot of practical things in the way of music and arts that you're going to be able to take away. Uh, there's going to be spiritual impartation. We had several, several uh, different testimonies where people said, you know, this was an encounter. It wasn't a conference. Uh, I got direction for my life. We have uh, one of our, one of our close friends, uh, there was a prophetic word. He, they, they came and there was a prophetic word and it literally changed just, the course of his life. Yes. Changed the course of his life and opened up his understanding that God wanted to do yes. uh, a this and a that with him and, uh, and their family. And so there, there, there was a whole lot of that that went on. And um, we're just believing we've got uh, Michael W. Smith that will be uh, um, Skyping in, conferencing in to teach and to train. We've got Dustin um, Smith, Dustin Smith, uh, Malcolm Duplessis, yeah. uh, who is really a uh, pioneer in the worship movement, uh, has a big um, uh, uh, an executive in integrity. Right. Uh, it's just going to be fabulous. There's going to be prophetic sessions. Um, and, and then Nathan also, Shaw will be with us as well. Nathan Shaw will be with us out of New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll be prophesying and ministering as well. And the music will be fabulous. A lot of new music will be released, uh, that we've been writing on and different worship leaders have been writing and we've been right. recording. So you'll, you'll receive that as well. And, um, so I, I just really want to encourage you to get on uh, colbaytown.com and look for fill, uh, this fill this house there's a tab there and uh you know just join us there's an early bird right now that you can get it for a, a little less expensive uh, i think the normal registration is 100 bucks and this is for like 69 mm -hmm. so get on register go on and make plans uh we'll be sending you information uh, really soon about uh hotels and things for you to uh stay at, but you want to be there. We're, we're already, people are already signing up. It's going to be yes. a time of refreshing and a time of, I believe, real direction yes. setting. So yes. back to uh, the season and the time yesterday, Pastor Cindy, I was, uh, 
we have prayer here from noon to one, um, most Mondays through Thursdays, uh, every week. And I was walking around the church and the Lord began to speak to me personally about, uh, seasons in our lives through our family, just a few. I mean, there's been many, but he highlighted two or three where we had stepped into an open heaven. And, and I believe we always have an open heaven, but there are seasons where things happen suddenly. It's right. a, it's, it, you can't deny there's a wider opening right. over you. And there have been seasons in our lives. And the Lord said, you've stepped back into that and there, there your church and your family and the church families and, that. and, and, those that you're ministering to. And so I just want to encourage you to use your faith, use your faith. Uh, don't go by what you see because what you see can deceive you. Right. Right. But pray in the spirit and allow God to direct what comes out of your mouth. And one of the instructions the Lord gave me, pastor Cindy was to not be negative, right? Watch your words, to watch my words Mm -hmm. and not allow negative things to come out of my mouth about people or even, even situations, you know, something can happen that is true. Yeah but it's not truth for me and it's not something I should talk about. Right. right. So I just really want to encourage you to watch what comes out of your mouth and speak blessing over people, speak blessing over your church, speak blessing over your pastors, speak blessing over your children, speak blessing over your job, your boss, your businesses, speak blessing over everything that you're a part of. Don't allow the enemy to pull you into a place of negativity. When there's something that you see that needs to be fixed, Go to God in prayer about it. He's the one that can fix things. He's the one that can bring things into order. Um, Because all of us have blind sides. Every one of us. I don't care who you are. If you're listening today, you have a blind side. And, you know, your pastor may have a blind side. Or your boss has a blind side. Or your wife or husband has a blind side. Your children have blind sides. We all have areas that we can improve in. But if we will go to the Lord and say, Lord, I am not going to complain. I'm not going to fuss. I'm bringing this before you. And I'm asking you to work in this situation. And I am believing you and your power because you are the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And I want to work with you during this season. And I don't want to do anything to hinder the open heaven over my life. Pastor Cindy, you want to weigh in on that? That's true. I mean, we can, we can get all the prophetic words in the world, but we can negate those prophetic words by the things that we say that come out of our mouth. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So we have to be careful that we're speaking life and not death over our life, over our children, over our future. And uh, sometimes when we're not seeing things according to what we think we should see things happen, we naturally will get negative. And it, it, the the flesh wants to rise up and say, well, God doesn't hear me or, sure. you know, God wants to bless so-and-so. But he didn't, why is he blessing them? Not blessing me. And you get so self-focused that you lose sight of what God is doing in you and through you. So a lot of times, um, what who was it that just said this? I think it was a... Uh, Chris Valentin, sometimes it takes a long time for God to act suddenly, Yes, you know, so don't get impatient in the process. And we all want to sometimes, but be careful, especially during this season, watch the things that are coming out of your mouth. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling like, you know, your prayers aren't, or 
or hitting the ceiling. Well, that's a time to really go to the word of God and begin to declare the word of God and what God's word says over your situation versus what you're feeling. Because as feelers, we can get ourselves in so much trouble. And us Pentecostal people love to feel. We love to feel the presence of God. But sometimes you don't feel it. And that's where faith has got to come and, and, and uh, preempt your feelings and you go to the word of God and you say what God's word says. And when you start doing that, you'll start seeing your heart change because your heart will begin to align with what God's word is saying and it will completely change your mindset. So my encouragement to you is during this season, if you feel that way, get along with the Lord and begin to declare his promises. I was talking to a really close friend of mine yesterday via, via text and uh, she's a leader and, and a accomplished a whole lot. And she's also Holy Spirit filled and um, loves the, the Lord and the direction of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. But I was talking to her about marrying prophetic alignment and spiritual mandate with practical strategy. That's good. So marrying, hear me again, all of us Christians here, listen, we've all had spiritual mandates and mm-hmm. prophetic mandates, right? But how do you marry that with practical strategy? And, 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 you know, one of the things that I have learned is when you get a mandate from the Lord, whether it's in your prayer time, or it came through a pr- prophetic word that lined up with your, because I will tell you nine times out of 10 prophetic words will line up with what God's already dealing with you in your heart. Now there are right. times God gives you a new word and then he bursts something in you. But most of the time when you get a prophetic word, it will line up with something that God is already doing That's in right. you and it right. will make sense. But, but what are some of the strategies and practical things I can do as a Christian to walk out the fulfillment of God's promises in my life. Because I told this to someone the other day, I said, the prophetic is not a crystal ball. No, (laughs) it's not going to, I have a part to play in God's will and purposes and plans being fulfilled in my life. I have to say yes to him. That's it. I have to say yes to obedience. I have to say yes to his word. I have to say yes to his promptings and his leanings and the things that he wants to cut away. And then another thing that I, Pastor Cindy teaches and, and uh, many people I know do this is when we get a word from the Lord, whether it's through a preached word or a prophetic word or just a rhema word in my prayer, we write those things down mm-hmm. and log them, write the vision, make them plain, and then ask God to give you some practical steps to walk toward it. You know, if, if the Lord birthed in you, and I'm just going to give you some practical uh, examples. If the Lord birthed in you to be a doctor, and let's just say you're called to be a doctor, but you're very poor, you have no funding, you're very smart, but you have, you know, your family can't send you to college, you know, you need God to move. Okay. So you end up getting some sort of scholarship that pays for part of it, but you still need God to move. Well, you also have to learn how to study. You Mm -hmm. have to be, go to, you have to go to college. Mm -hmm. You have to show up to class. Mm -hmm. God may have given you a prophetic word and told you, I'm going to provide the money for you to go. But there are things that you're going to have to do in a practical sense to walk out that promise. Right. And I think it's real important that we ask the Lord for the things that he's promised us. Show us how 
what I need to do to walk right. out your promise. Right. Not in a way of striving or trying to make something happen, right. but in the way of preparation and development. And uh, you and I, let's talk a bit, little bit about that word that um, Christine Kane preached <laughs> on uh, not being, uh, basically the part that really struck me was we got too many people wanting to be discovered and not enough people wanting to be, be developed. developed. And can you talk a little bit about that word, Cindy? Well, the development process, she used the analogy of the old fashioned cameras where, you know, you would take these pictures and then you would take them into the dark room and in the dark room, they would be developed and that took time. And if you opened the door too soon and you exposed the film to the light too soon, it would destroy the image. Right. So she compared that to our walk with Christ and the call of God on our life. And, you know, we live in a, a, a generation that wants everything fast. We, we get a word, I'm going to be a worship leader. Well, immediately we want to tag ourselves as the next Chris Tomlin on Instagram <laughs> and try to go make that word happen. Right. But we're not ready because even though God's given us the word, there is a development process. You look at Joseph when he was a young man getting the dream that he was going to lead, but he had to go through some serious development. Yes. Prison. <laughs> he had to go through persecution. Potiphar's to, house. Yes, Potiphar's house. He had to go through all of that before he finally fulfilled his destiny. So that's, that's where we are. I mean, as Christians, we have to be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to take us into the dark room. And that's not a fun place to be. You know, in the dark room, you're hidden. Right. You're hidden. Right. You're Moses on the backside of the desert. Right. You're in a You're cave. Hidden. You're yeah. in a cave. And it's during that cave time that God develops your character to carry the destiny that he has on your life. So we have to be willing to go into the dark room and not come out too soon or we'll destroy what God's already purposed in us because so we were awesome, not developed enough to carry the weight of what he has for us to carry. And I look at Joseph in Potiphar's house, he learned principles of business. Right. And in um, in um, prison, he learned principles of authority and mm -hmm. his gifting even went to another level. Right. So even in the in the dark rooms of, of development, God is building us and right. he is preparing us to be able to cradle that gift with a strong, with a strong character. That's right. And if you've got an amazing gift and you don't have the character to maintain it, it will topple it will. and you will end up in shambles. And that's not God's will for any of us. No. And, um, no. so I just really want to encourage you that, um, the words that you get, the direction you get from Holy spirit, be, you can believe God for the next, you can believe God for the fulfillment of your destiny and still be contentment contented in the process. That's right. And it's that contentment in the process that brings an open heaven. Striving does not bring an open heaven. No. Striving comes from a root of fear. And I know what it's like to strive because my personality is very geared toward, especially in my younger days. In fact, I've come so much opposite the direction because of the leading of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I have to push myself to do what I'm supposed to do because I used to be so opposite, right. you know, and my, but my personality was if God said it, I do it the next five minutes. Well, that is not necessarily right. true. Um, you may do it in the spirit immediately, but God builds his people and he builds his people at his pace. Right. And we have to be thankful for that. And I 
just really want to encourage you to be contented where God has planted you. That's good. And be contented where God has put you and believe God to, God can find, he knows your address. Right. <laughs> Right. He knows your address. He knows what car you drive. He knows uh, who your pastor is. He knows who your wife and, and husband is. He knows the challenges. And if you will trust him, he will, he will take you to where you're supposed to go and he'll do it in his timing and it will all be beautiful. I'd like to take a moment, Pastor Cindy, and us just pray for people yes. that are in the development process. Would you pray? Holy Spirit, I just thank you right now that you are, you're just so good and you're so close yes. to each and every one of us, God. So we yes. just pray right now, Father, for everyone, including ourselves, yes. God, yes. that are in the development process. Lord, I ask yes. you to help us to surrender to that place, that we yes. would walk in a place of honor in a place of humility, yes. knowing God that you're working all things together for our good, according to your purposes, God, and your plan for our life. Yes. So Lord, we just thank you right now. I pray for peace. I pray for strength for those that are listening. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to give them the grace yes. to walk this season out and to walk yes. it out in contentment and peace, knowing God that you're working in them. So Father, I ask you to help them today, to strengthen them today. Yes. I thank you for every prophetic word yes. that has been spoken yes. over their life, Father God. I thank you for giving them strategies according to your spirit, how to practically do what they need to do to walk this out. So Father, I believe bless them today. And I declare your goodness and your blessing over their lives. I, I hear the Lord saying that there are some that are listening today that, you know, you've been called to do a certain, uh, to operate in a certain gift and you're in a church that maybe does not recognize that. Mm -hmm. And you've tried to, uh, position yourself to, for them to, for your leaders to recognize it. And you're considering leaving the church. And I hear the Lord saying that is not the right thing to do. No. That's not the right thing to do. I very no. I clearly hear the Lord saying, you must, uh, you must make a decision to be planted in the house of the Lord and let God exalt you. And he will exalt you in due season. Yes, he will. Serve humbly where the door opens and God will position you in time yes. right where you're at yes. to go to the world. You do not have to reposition yourself hoping that someone will notice you. Um, it, it, and this is a strong word. And I, I, hear, I hear the Lord clearly saying, if you do this, you'll slow your destiny down. And uh, you need to ask the Lord to give you patience and give you peace and teach you, teach you humility. Humility says, I trust you, God, right. and I'm not going to make my own way. Humility says, I will follow you, and I will trust that you will exalt me in due, in season, due season, and I'm going to exalt you and make you famous, God, in the waiting. So I feel like that's a prophetic word for several people that are listening today. Um, the, the, the waiting and the development is paramount to your success. Amen. God has called us to be successful. It is his will that we succeed in everything that he's called us to do. But the development keeps the success sweet and godly, and it keeps us humble. I'd like to share just a, a brief testimony of there was a season in our lives that, um, it was a rough season. It was a 13 year rough season. Uh -huh. And, um, 
I remember when we came out of that season, I remember asking the Lord, Lord, why did you allow us to be in that place for 13 years? And the Lord said, well, not only that you would receive my spirit and be gloriously changed, but I was working on you. I was developing you. You had never had a parent at this point in our life. Later, we did. But as early children, we our parents were alcoholics and we didn't have structure. We didn't have discipline. We didn't have any of those things. And the Lord said, I put you there to teach you discipline, to teach you how to follow, because one day you would lead. Yes. And you can't lead unless you learn how to follow. Yes. And so I was working in you and training you how to be humble, how to surrender your will to my will and learn how to be a good follower and learn how to honor your leaders because one day you would do that. And so it was the making of me. Yes. Even though there was so many times I was so uncomfortable and thought, God, why, you know, I just don't understand why I'm having to do this. And the Lord said, well, because I'm training you, I'm training you. This is a training ground. And you know what? Boot camp is not easy. No. You ask any soldier that goes into training, boot camp is hard, but it's in that boot camp that they're stripping them down and making them the soldier that they are about to become. Well, they're making them a person that can follow instruction. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So we have to have our will sometimes beaten out of us in certain processes of our life because it's so strong and we want our way. We want to do it our way, but nothing about God's kingdom is like that. God, God says you humble yourself and I will exalt you. Everything about God's kingdom is opposite from the world's kingdom. So that's what God's trying to do in us. Yeah. If you, if we can't follow well, we, we won't lead well. That's right. We really won't lead well. And uh, so I just really want to encourage you to follow well. Follow well. First of all, follow the Holy Spirit. Right. And uh, know that God's ways are always through humility, mm-hmm. through love, honor, and through honor. That's God's ways. And if we do it God's way, yes, He will he'll work on our behalf. He'll right. make things right. He'll right. fix things that need to be fixed. He'll, he'll deal with your leaders. He'll show your leaders what, you know, what's in you That's and, right. and, and God will promote you and God will, uh, position your voice to be heard, but it's all doing it the right way. And God, God really works on it. You know, the way of the world is totally opposite than the way That's of exactly God's, right. God's kingdom, God's right. kingdom. The way of the world says, you know, dog eat dog, get to the top, no matter what, you know, promote yourself, you know, uh, fight, fight, fight. The way of the world, the way of God is humble, 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 mm-hmm. kneel and God fights, fights, fights right. for us. For us. And, right. uh, and, and the only fight we have to do is we surrender to God and let him fight our battles. And sometimes we, that's the biggest fight because really our flesh is. doesn't want to surrender a lot of times. And that's where during this seasons like this, where prayer and fasting, you know, fasting will humble your flesh quicker than anything. And fasting doesn't change the mind of God. Fasting changes us and it gets us in a position to receive from the Lord. So, you know, when I'm struggling with my will and my way and all that and trying to hear from God and I'm not getting anywhere, if I start praying and fasting, immediately things start changing. That's awesome, Pastor Cindy. I'm going to let Juan plug in a song. I'd love for you to plug in, Carrie, to the table.
forsaken. I was shattered by the fall, broken and forgotten, feeling lost and all alone. Summoned by the king into the master's courts, lifted by the savior and cradled in his arms. I was carried to the table.
Leland put Carrie to the table. We love that song. And it's really a song about what happens when God positions us under his table. Right. And uh, he hides our brokenness and he sets us at the table of a king. Yes. And he promotes us. And uh, I really just want to encourage you to um, allow God to promote you, allow God to develop you, right. allow the Holy Spirit to position you. And uh, I want to pray for pastors right now. Lord, I just pray yes. for any pastor that's listening today that that may be in a down season. Maybe their uh, maybe their church isn't growing. Maybe their maybe everything seems to be good, but personally, maybe they're fighting yes. some real enemies. Yes. And yes. I just uh, the enemy of their soul, or maybe their family is suffering. And I just speak peace to pastors that are listening today. I say peace be still yes. over your personal life. Yes. I say peace be still over your over the storm that might be raging at your door. I declare that you're going to walk into a season of peace and prosperity. I pray for every pastor that's believing for the next level of growth or blessing in their congregation or region. And I just thank you that your that your people are growing spiritually, yes. that you're growing your leaders, Lord, that you're growing uh, them in prayer, you're growing them in, in leadership ability, you're growing them in the ability to hear your voice and be obedient yes. to your voice. I thank you, God, that there is such a hunger coming across the body of Christ and the fivefold ministry for total surrender. Uh, Lord, I just thank you that you're giving us a heart that wants to surrender totally to the leading of your spirit, that we're surrendering our own ideas. We're surrendering our own ambitions. We're surrendering our own uh, agendas. And we're saying, God, we present everything to you and anything that's not you sift it out, just completely sift it out. If, If I have an idea or a thought that it's not you sift it out. But if yes. it's you, God, give me the wisdom, give me the anointing to lead God's people. Much like Solomon prayed when God asked him what he wanted. He didn't ask for riches, but he asked for wisdom to lead God's people, wisdom to do the work of God. And God, we ask you for wisdom because we know with wisdom comes everything we need to, to walk and partner with you to see the harvest. We call forth a harvest across America. We call forth to call forth a harvest in every church and every city in every county, in every state, across the American nation, Lord, America, Lord. We call forth a harvest across the world, across Mexico, across uh, Europe, Lord. We thank you for a harvest of souls. We thank you, God, that we're not just going to pull out a sickle, but God, you're giving us combines, combines to pull in the harvest. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for everyone that's listening, for supernatural financial provision for every ministry that is listening today. I prophesy financial provision over you. I prophesy wisdom. I prophesy increased leadership abilities. I prophesy execution abilities. I prophesy sound mind over your people. I, I come against every spirit of fear that has ever tried to stop us from doing what God has called us to do. And we just thank you, Lord, that we are not going to operate in a spirit of fear. Um, I love it when uh, one of the, one of my favorite uh, stories in the Bible, Pastor Cindy, 
is the story of Deborah and how she sits under this tree and she just sits under her tree, her palm tree. And she doesn't leave from her palm tree. And I, and the Lord's talking to us now. He wants us to sit under our palm tree and rule well where he has placed us. Right. Right. She never desired to lead an army in battle. She desired to just be obedient to her palm tree. Right. Right. I'm just going to sit here in my palm tree. And as God brings them to me, I'm going to ask God for wisdom and I'm going to direct them. She was a judge that God raised up during a time of captivity in Israel. Right. Because she was content to sit under her palm tree and do the work of God. And this is a prophetic word for many God has called you to your palm tree. Yes. And if you will be, if you're not faithful with, with what you're doing under your own palm tree, he is not going to call you to lead a nation into no. battle. No, we've got to be faithful with, where with, with where we are. Right. And so she would every day sit under that palm tree and the Bible says they would come to her and she would teach them mm -hmm. and train them and sort out their problems, help them make good decisions. Right, right. Then God spoke to her yeah. and said, I want you to prophesy to Barak, who mm -hmm. is over the army. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to watch how this works, Pastor Cindy. So she prophesies to Barak and she says, God says for you to go get some men and some, and whatever you can find to fight with, mm -hmm. and he's going to take you and you're going to win this battle. And I know there's thousands upon thousands of them, right? And there's only a few of you, but God says you're going to win the battle. Well, Barack, here's the word of the Lord, mm -hmm. but he says, I'm not going to go without you. I'm not going without you. <laughs> no. Now notice this. She couldn't lead the army until the authority invited her in. There you go. Now, she might have known, you can't tell me she didn't know a lot about Barack. Mm -hmm. She may even known that maybe, maybe Barack wasn't strong enough to handle it. Yeah. Not by himself. This is a woman of wisdom. Mm -hmm. But she worked through the authority of God and she prophesied him the word of the Lord and I believe she knew she would go. And I, now it's all assumption on my part, but she waited for the invitation. She didn't push herself. She in. didn't push herself. She just gave him the word of the Lord mm -hmm. and she was willing to do whatever God said for her That's to do. Good. And then all of a sudden he says, you know what? You're right. We are supposed to go to battle, but I'm not going without you, ma'am. Right. You're going to lead this effort. And she said, you know, if a woman goes, then it's going to be credited to a woman. And he, and I honor him because he didn't care who it was no, credited to. No. He just wanted right. the victory for God's people. Right. So I honor them both. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm saying to you, be content under your palm tree. Right. Many of you, God has spoken to you about national things or big things that God's called you to do. But the faithfulness and contentment under your palm tree will open the heaven up for God to invite you through the authorities the proper authorities to step into what God's that called you. in your life. That's good. That is so, so good. Be, be content. Yes. Under your palm tree. That's good. Lord, I just thank you that you are teaching us how to be content with a small yes. thing. Yes. Content yes. with the Sunday yes. school classes, content yes. with uh, praying with people in Walmart, content with 
uh, handed somebody a $20 bill at El Toro, content with hugging a homeless person, content with teaching a Bible study at my home, content with going to prayer every day. And maybe there's two people there. Maybe there's 15, maybe there's nobody but me, but content with doing Yes. what you've called us to do yes. in our, under yes. our palm tree. So and God, I just thank you that you are teaching us how to be content and how to be thankful yes. all the while believing you've called us to lead a nation into victory. And Lord, I just de- declare there are hundreds of Deborahs that are listening today and hundreds of Baraks and hundreds of Davids and hundreds of Solomons and hundreds of men of Issachar and hundreds of, of, of patriarchs across this nation, pastors, God, that you are calling them and you are putting a, a, a new zeal in them to just be faithful under their palm tree, yes. knowing God that you are taking them to the next level and they are going to wait for your authoritative invitation and God you will bring the invitation to them and Lord we just thank you for an opportunity to be able to serve you today and preach your gospel and be able to love God's people I just I see God healing people today Um, if you're sick in your body any kind of chronic yes. illness. Yes. I just prophesy you're healed healing, right now healing, in the name of Jesus. Healing, yes. I, I prophesy God's healing broken hearts today. In Jesus, Jesus' name. Where are we at, one? Okay, we're going to have another song here, um, another worship song uh, that'll just lead you into the presence. And I just want you to receive the power of God because God's going to heal many on this radio broadcast today. And uh, I thank you so much for being on BPN Radio today. God bless you, and we'll see you again next week.
For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.